me. Welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome. That part talk show right here on Fake It Type Media, Girl Across. Boom, 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 boom. Thirsty Thursdays, you know, thoughtful Thursdays, whatever y'all want to call it. That part talk show Thursdays, right? We're going to keep it rocking. Um, there's no really new news right now, so I had to bring on somebody spunky and funky and ready to give you guys a great story today. So, with no further ado, Miss joy what's up girl hi everyone i haven't even seen you in forever so this is great and i don't really know a lot about your past so this is even more like i'm ready to learn i'm like i almost brought my notebook today <laughs> how you feeling i feel really good thank you so much for yeah that. how are you enjoying this bipolar weather uh, right it's <laughs> like uh not hot hot but uh rain um yesterday yeah it's been all over the place. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know if we're going to have a summer or winter or spring. <laughs> it's yeah. like roll the dice. Right. We have to remain fluid. Right. Right. Is, this a, is it affecting any of your gigs? No. 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 Just uh, got to keep on trucking and, you know, drink water and make sure that you just stay mindful of whatever weather it's. At least it's not um, like too cold. Right. You know? So I feel like we're right in the middle right now before it gets super hot yeah i don't think people realize that like as a dj sometimes you have to like be aware of like prepare for your gigs it's not like it just roll out of bed and go play some music and then come back and go back to sleep right you know 100%. what i mean sometimes you have to actually prepare your body for what you're about to play at your your environments yeah i literally have a chart that says all the different venues and like the temperature well, not the temperature, but right. like extremely cold <laughs> or like cold, mild, you know, <laughs> because when I get to different venues, it's mm -hmm. just like if it gets too chilly, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've been in some of those, too. Those are the worst because mm -hmm. my bones are so small, mm -hmm. like my bones hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Vegas is own, right? You're from Vegas. Uh, I would say I'm a super local. I've been here uh -huh. since 2001. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've been here since damn near the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how's it been? What's your experience in the in the DJ world out here? It's been really fun. I, I feel like Vegas has treated me really well. And uh, there's so many opportunities here. And I feel like I uh, operate from abundance. Yeah, definitely. So um, it, it feels really good to have long-lasting um, professional and personal relationships with people that are not only my colleagues but they're my friends right so it's great to see people grow in a city that's always elevating so i i feel the same i feel like i'm elevating as well definitely i mean you're doing like top tier gigs like where you. you have thousands of people around you you're traveling to hawaii you yeah. girl you is doing uh, it Take yeah. us on the road of how you got to that point and even how you even got started DJing. Sure. Um, thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, well, I started when I uh, went to, um, as as a young person, my mom would always say, if your sister goes out, like you have to go out with her. So I was exposed to like DJs and nightlife um, at a really young age. Like I was only like, I want to say like 12, 13 and going to like college parties and I wasn't really into boys or anything. So I would always watch the DJs and watch people dance. And that was like more of my 
forte and throughout the years just went to my first actual like rave and I fell in love with like break beats and drum and bass and when I moved out here in uh, 2001 uh, freshly 21 22 years old um, I knew that I wanted to become a full-time DJ so I felt like Vegas would be a really great fit mm -hmm. which uh, it was really nice back then it wasn't as I would say like corporate right but um when the corporate conglomerates like came and uh, took over the nightlife scene uh it allowed me to grow more into uh what i want to see myself in my music career like more sophisticated um more elegant you know not so much i was such a tomboy before so i pretty much grew up as a young woman here DJing nice. and um, blossomed, blossomed, yeah. <laughs> While still trying to uh, navigate like what it means just to even be an artist right. here, and um, I have really great representation. So I've been working with my same agent since 2004. Nice, and so that's how I'm able to travel and do like large scale gigs with like corporate uh, groups, like traveling to Hawaii. Um, I've gone overseas and um, it's been a lot of fun. So far, what's your most memorable gig? Uh, um, probably when I played at Allegiant Stadium. Nice. That was really fun just because, you know, as a local, I've seen that thing being built right. for so many years and I just had my heart set on it. So once I performed there, I was like, that's pretty memorable. Like as far as like, sonically to be in such a huge space that's like it's built just gorgeously yeah that's crazy i still yeah. haven't been in that stadium what was the event that you did for that it was for a company uh corporate event nice. um and um i dressed up as dj light princess which is my ultra ego <laughs> uh, i have these like beautiful led wings and um yeah it's, it's just fun they were really excited to have me yeah that looked mm. so cool like you guys have to go check out her instagram and and see these pictures and the videos oh. too they look really cool um very futuristic too yeah very futuristic <laughs> i loved it okay mm -hmm. what is your most memorable what is the gig you will probably like remember for a bad reason for a bad reason <laughs> Ooh, okay well um i feel like the reason why the legion stadium was so memorable was because it wasn't what i had expected when i got there <laughs> it was your um, phone <laughs> the the cdjs wasn't updated oh. so serato wouldn't work and so um uh the firmware like i definitely learned how to update the firmware and i make sure that i keep it on a usb stick just in case i yeah. travel and you know the hid mode is not available and uh that one was so memorable because they're like all right like we need you to have these cue points when you know we do like the public speaking and awards and stuff so the guy that was helping me he was like if you can pull this off off of usb i would be really impressed and i was like watch me do it right now <laughs> watch me do but my heart was like Dizzy, Dizzy. yeah definitely <laughs> yeah i remember my agent was like joy don't panic you don't have time to go get your controller yeah what are you gonna do and i yeah. was like okay let's do it yeah so. adapt adaptability adaptability mm -hmm. yeah it's really important and 
I feel like having um, so many years as a veteran starting off with vinyl and I know that you play vinyl as well man I uh, haven't touched vinyl in so long but you know it's like <laughs> riding a bike oh yeah so. definitely I've been wanting to get some and just mess around with them at home yeah. but I can't do anything at home mm. <laughs> except chill <laughs> hey, I gotta find some okay. kind of studio I'm yeah. gonna come mess with your turntables okay and there you see go. me scratching in here <laughs> he's like don't touch mine <laughs> Yeah. No, you can't. I'm just there's some old school new marks. I don't yeah. have anything good. <laughs> Nothing great. Nothing good. <laughs> it might be good to get back on those like training wheels, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so fun, and like I think that with so much new technology going on, it really like heightens your senses on like getting down to the nitty gritty of like just being really adaptable throughout the yeah. years. Like, um, you know, from starting with just uh, bringing my vinyl records to gigs like five crates of records to just like usb stick is what i played on yesterday it's crazy huh the evolution of like the equipment side of djing yes has just like next thing we know everyone's gonna be djing off their phones or something yeah yeah and <laughs> if they don't be, already <laughs> i i feel like they do already so the pre-mixes um, there was something else to say about vinyl. Oh, yeah. I just saw something about Jazzy Jeff where he recently did a um, a random gig and they had vinyl. And he was like, it should. He's, he's like, I probably should have brushed up on it before because it was so like it felt so new to him oh, wow. because of all the digital world nowadays. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's crazy. You never like these classic DJs, you know, you can be DJing for since the beginning of DJing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you still need that refresher because you have to be so relevant. I agree. I definitely will practice just a little bit or just uh, at least know in my crate when I play at, at Super Frico at the Cosmopolitan, I get to play all vinyl. And it's so fun because you get these like um, endorphins, you know, like looking through vinyl and just feeling it and like finding your flow. Like I... I definitely get a, a natural high yeah i feel like if i feel like you probably like get lost in the world in there because you actually have to be like you know m even more engaged than you would have to be if it was just like on a controller or cdjs yeah where you're kind of like all right cool i do this it is what it is i can look around a little bit but when you're like vinyl you're like in it like oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't press um loop <laughs> right at all. like you can't be like oh i need to you know t uh, make sure that that has an eight bar and like when it's gone it's, it's gone, gone. <laughs> that's crazy mm -hmm. um so speaking of staying relevant um you decided to start producing your own music girl Yay. when did that happen <laughs> It, it's always been a dream of mine and um, I first started producing music when I was uh, 18 I used this program called Acid Pro oh yeah and That's it was like really school. easy to <laughs> like right like Acid Pro and then I jumped on Reason which was a lot mm -hmm. harder to work with um, I was really into like uh, beat machines and got like an MPC 2500 nice. and just really love that whole aesthetic of like producing music but um i didn't get really more serious into it until i uh took a school called um Cos cosmic academy mm -hmm. i took it in 2019 and then the next year i took during uh parts of covid going to covid i took a tour room academy and um in 2020 and then 
been having like a tutor uh, for oh, the past dope. year and three months now, like um, just at it like consistently. So it, it feels really good to actually make music that I feel like is playable because I don't want to die with the music just inside me, you know? Right. Like I, no, yeah, definitely. And um, it's kind of nerve wracking when you hear your music or when you are trying to like shop your music to different labels and stuff. So uh, right now I'm just focused on uh, building quality tracks and uh, having genuine relationships with labels so I can just grow uh, as an artist instead of feeling more like um, like a number, like uh, like my career is going too fast. Like I want to enjoy all yeah, of it. Yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. So are, do you feel like you're going to transition more into the artistry of it like are you looking to transition into that and kind of get away from DJing or do you think you'll DJ forever I feel like it goes hand in hand uh-huh. um you know you see DJs that are performing like I don't know what their age group is but like Carl Cox and <laughs> right, like right, Bob right. Sinclair and these like classic uh, electronic music producers that I grew up listening to they're uh, all our elders and I think it's really cool that um, in electronic music, it's not, I feel like it's not really about the, uh, age or aesthetics. It's more about the energy that you put behind your music. So I would hope that, um, I, I like don't focus too much on vanity and just focus more on like, uh, how many years I'm clocking in doing it. Cause I love it. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know um, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think recently I had a conversation with somebody about that too. It's like, when you have that passion for something, mm-hmm. you can transcend through time. You know what I mean? It's not yes. something that you feel like you have to wake up and do every day. You know what I mean? So it's not a job mindset. You're like, it comes easy because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So exactly. That's and good. That's great. So let's hear some of your songs so I'm we can hear what this girl produced. And these all songs are out, right? Mm-hmm. Available yes. on all platforms right. under... DJ Miss Joy. Oh, just Miss Joy? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So the the first one we got is Feel It.
get back in my shot. Sorry, I moved. Quanga in there. Crack the whip. Ease. If you feeling it, go on over and uh, stream that. All DJs calling all DJs. Put that in your set. You know. So what inspired you to do that one? Well, that has like more of a two room feel. Um, and two room is based out of the UK. So. A lot of their stuff to me has like just like the classic soulful vocals that are like very strong. Um, a few of my tracks have that kind of feel, and uh, yeah, it's it's more of a two room vibe for me. Nice. But the U.S. version of what I think two room is, because their sound is very unique and different. Nice. So each of these is like different sounds, right? Like different vibes. Uh, I would say yeah, because I I heard some of them feel a little bit. Like there's there's a discoish one in there that mm-hmm. feels very discoish. Yeah, that's more of my true room <laughs> yeah. vibe. Yeah, oh, is, interesting. Is influence. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I like that. Thank I like you. that. Um. So what have you through this? You know, we we've we know that you know evolution through the evolution of DJing the equipment has changed drastically. Mm-hmm. But what about your side of things as far as like being a woman in the industry? Especially out here in Vegas. Yeah. How has that been for you on more of on a personal side of the evolution? Um, that's a really good question. I, I get asked that quite a bit. And um, I, I like that I'm being asked by a female because I feel like uh, it can go any which way if it's asked by a man, you know. So um, my perspective on that is that if I just like continue to work hard at my craft and I show up to a gig where if someone tends to particularly judge me by the way I look, uh, my more soft-spoken personality or like uh, the way I carry myself, that it doesn't really matter as long as my client is happy and that I do my job uh, with a lot of care and attention. So... Um, throughout the years, I feel like uh, Vegas will, um, actually around the world too, um, that I could potentially perceive as like some sort of sex object, you know, when people want a certain type of um, uh, promotion that uh, fits the vibe of like the look of their party. And I've actually turned down gigs you know saying like i will not open for so and so because um of the what the promotion looks like and i want to be treated as a headliner and if i i don't have that opportunity there's more than a hundred opportunities that will show up you know and i really think that hyper focusing on yourself and like how you want to carry yourself through this uh world beyond just your profession is very important um so uh seeing how things has changed i think that what's relevant is that you provide the music for the venue uh you work hard at your promotion you know making sure if my promotion may not be aligned with what they're looking for um like i said there's more than 100 doors that will open that will allow me to just be myself definitely you know and that's that's good advice because a lot of people um you know there's that saying not all business is good business and a lot of people think like you have to do anything and everything 
just to get to a certain level when yeah. you did it more where it was like no i'm gonna make my quality based on the gigs that i'm actually doing yeah and i choose to do you know what i mean so that's cool to be able to see that you chose your own path like no from the get-go i'm not doing these types yeah. and this is the way my brand is gonna be and that's great because it's shown in the quality of gigs that you do get even now you know what i mean so kudos Thank to you, you. So y'all can't learn that. yeah if y'all can't learn from that you know what i mean you don't have to do the things that yeah. they want you to do you don't have to be relevant you don't have to take those pics you don't have to now if that's mm -hmm. you by all mm -hmm. means you know but you don't yeah. have to do that so i want to just you know share just you know being a young person in this town and um understanding what like beauty looks like uh my um my brand was perceived on different flyers as beautiful and you know sexy or whatever miss joy and uh, it wasn't until 2010 where i just had a better understanding of uh what was being put out there because a lot of times uh when you're being playful and and just enjoying uh to me my youth i uh didn't think too much about what i was being perceived and looked at uh learning about different groups in town where they talk about human trafficking awareness and how sex you know sells in a different way how it's advertised everywhere it really made me feel that if i can just be a peer in the idea that like i want to show up um just as i am not like what you want me to be then uh, it, that's that's all that matters you know yeah. then i can sustain this career that can be really demanding not only on your sleep schedule your body your eating your health uh or even like social anxiety which i deal a lot with um because i like to have more one-on-one -on -one conversations and in a really loud room full of things that are mixed with like alcohol drugs or whatever intentions people have you know when they go to parties i i like more of the one-on-one -on -one feel but if i can just work on my confidence and that you know starts with the parents the home and right. you know how you're raised and what's really truly important to you because what we see on advertisements and tv those are just uh, bits and pieces of what a, a real person is right so exactly. um i i would say however you want to show up if you want to be very flamboyant or um a little bit more reserved that let your music speak yeah 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 your actual job mm, mm. <laughs> this yes. is a percentage of what i'm bringing you know what mm. i mean because uh, a lot of times it's reverse sometimes you're bringing a lot here what is it you're over promising and under under delivering <laughs> yeah and the clients that i work for now which i'm so grateful for they're like my um, top tier paying clients that ask for me every year and they send me to really nice exotic places uh it's it's such a thing that um sex appeal is not what they want you yeah. know and um when i develop more of my brand in the house scene i feel like i can still take what i've learned in the more like corporate setting and translate it to anywhere just because i know i feel confident with myself yeah definitely and that takes a lot to grow in this industry as a woman mm -hmm. in vegas <laughs> in your 20s <laughs> I agree. you know what i mean it takes a lot of you know a lot what do you think your foundation is that kept you grounded that whole time 
I'm pretty sure it's my family upbringing. Yeah. Uh, being a second generation Lao American, my parents, you know, came as refugees. So a lot of my core values are based around Buddhism and around just like the family values of my mom's ancestors. So right. my parents, basically, my mom lived in and grew up in the jungle and then came to America uh, wow. during the Vietnam War when Laos was being heavily bombed uh, during that time for a course of nine years. Um, we came as refugees, so I was the first to be born here. And so I, I don't ever forget like where my parents come from. And I always said that I don't want to just be a DJ, like American DJ, even though right. I, I am American, obviously. But what I mean by that is like, I want to serve my community, my my family, my culture, and give back in whatever capacity and not forget those roots because right. it could be watered down in a uh, very um, pop culture society. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that if I just follow like my heart and just be who I am and, and take those core values, it, it will translate to all the work that I love to do already. Right. Man, that's great. I mean, I'm pretty sure you're making all your ancestors very proud. Thank you. <laughs> so um, you're, you're doing them right. You know what I mean? So with that being said, let's go on to the next song, Good To Go. Do you want to introduce it? Do you want to say anything about it? Yeah, Good To Go is the name of my EP. And um, this uh, vibe is just more of a chill, like tech house. Um, I would say it's more of an opener or like a more like a chill party vibe um not peak time but i think that you'll like it let's go good to go Let me see you. 
Check. <laughs> hey, that's, not, that's my old school. Raise the roof. Hey, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. <laughs> Look, yes, my hype person. Uh-huh, I know, right? Look, I'm getting too old for all that. I try not to do. I try to do the least amount of dancing as possible. Even on Fremont, I feel like sheesh. One day a week sometimes is tiring. Uh-huh. My body is not the same anymore. Mm. And I, I work out a lot though, but so yeah. it's just I can't do it all. Dancing is like jumping up and down, you know? Oh, yeah. It's a lot. lot. (laughs) I stopped wearing heels to work. (laughs) Like, no, I'm just going to rock sneakers, you know? I got to be happy. I'm I'm, going to give me some therapy. What is it? Those therapeutic sneakers? Orthopedic. (laughs) Yeah. Orthopedic. (laughs) I'm going to need some of those. You'll make it look good, too. I'm going to need to. I'm going to have to because, you know, these knees and this back is (laughs) feeling it. I'd be standing for eight hours. I did it. I did a gig the other last week. It was three days back to back, eight hours each one. Oh my god, my body was hurting. Yeah. You feel mm. it in your back. Yeah. 
So, speaking of working too much, you work a lot, girl. Yeah. You're just talking about clocking in 33 plus hours. That's like full-time job. I know. That's I know. crazy. I, and people don't realize you're getting paid. You sugar mama over here. <laughs> Y'all better watch it. <laughs> I don't I don't know about sugar mama part, but <laughs> she's like sweet and low, maybe. <laughs> um, so being so busy, where are you at? Where where can people find you? Where can they pull up on you? Yeah, uh, so I've been working with Tao Group since they came into town. So I wanna say two thousand five. And um they have so many awesome venues. And um, I work at Tao, uh, BDN Essex, uh, Hakkasan, uh, inside the restaurant. I do mostly their, like, their lounges. I like going home at midnight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cathedral just opened. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also work for Wish You a Hair Group, which is uh, Cassie Beach House. Right. And uh, they just opened a Rouge Room in, I hope I'm saying that right, at the Red Rock. And they have a pool there, and uh, I work uh, with uh, Ultra DJs uh, for SDK. This one, um, they just told us that we're not doing uh, Mass Por Favor anymore, which I'm like, okay, I don't have to work on Mondays. <laughs> I have one day off dedicated, and I definitely shout out like Farah from SV Entertainment for Stadium Swim, and I'm going to be booked for her EDM night nice. um, in September. On Fremont Street. Nice. Uh oh, you yeah. get to come to Fremont. Yeah, uh -oh. I'm excited about that. That's cool. Have you ever performed on Fremont out here? Uh, it will be my first time. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm really you know, excited. Yo, I am so happy that, you know, she rode that wave, but that they finally opened up the doors for, for female DJs. Or just really it's female DJs because they're not really bringing on a lot of guys um, on Fremont these days, but that the fact that they're opening it up more to DJs instead of just the bands. Yeah, I feel like Sarah oh, has something really great going on. You know, she really cares about her work. She's super passionate. Yeah, and she works at a very high level. Uh, you know, she clocks in more hours than us. Right. You know, both <laughs> combined. Combined. <laughs> so you know, give it up to your like strong females out there that are really our peers and you know people that we can look up to and that's why I, I love working with her so much is it's not so much um you know obviously we want to get paid uh fairly but um for me like having a really good relationship with someone that you work with is way more valuable than being treated like a number or like um not being seen as uh the talent that you are yeah you know i can so, definitely relate to that right now yeah <laughs> yeah so speaking of different agencies once again big shout out to sarah she's the reason why we know each other mm -hmm. <laughs> um speaking of agencies how what kind of advice as far as agencies go could you give to other djs because i know it used to be in the past where you had to be with a dj mm -hmm. to be anywhere but they're kind of getting a little bit more loose with that mm -hmm. um so for djs who kind of want to get on the other on the different scenes or more high caliber scenes not your caliber but you know a little higher oh. <laughs> um. what could you say for the agencies because like I have multiple different agencies and some people be like oh you spread yourself too much you know what I mean so what's your take on that yeah um well I first I I just like to mention that like I feel like as long as we're doing the work that serves us uh that uh, we're all doing the same job right you know whether if I'm doing the gig at Elysian Stadium or 
um, at a private, more smaller event or someone's backyard or something, <laughs> you know, I'm still providing and serving this piece of my art that uh, I've worked a really long time for. So I like to see all of our work as like being uh, on equal planes. But if someone wants to uh, activate more venues within their uh, repertoire, I would just say to make sure you have a really good um, press kit, you know, image uh, to look at their website to see what kind of image that they're looking for. Uh, a lot of times you can get a look and feel of what kind of talent that they want, you know, and um, maybe provide different looks, professional photos, professional bios. Uh, make sure you have your music up and available to stream so that they can hear you play. You know, of course, looks are not just everything. I, I would hope that they don't just book you on looks, you know, <laughs> although I've seen. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other. <laughs> or like, you know, like you see like stars, like movie stars or something there. You're like, oh, like how long have they been DJing, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's like different types of, I guess, gimmicks or whatnot but um i would say reach out to all of them and uh just have a feel on who you think is putting you at the top of you know like putting you at the top and uh you know dedicate your time to them because when i moved here i worked with a lot of different companies and there were times where i was on their website but i've haven't been booked in like over a year and so my agent was like well if you're not being booked with them for you know they shouldn't have the value of putting you up there as your talent which totally right. makes sense right you know but like having that conversation can be really hard and uh, being eloquent with like your words and being like you know i'm headed in a different direction and i'm trying to elevate because there's a time where you have to think about like what the long haul is because being stagnant can be really easy when you just love to be there right so mm -hmm. you're just like i'm just happy to be here you know right <laughs> but um yeah it's important that uh if you continue to do the work to grow and update your promo stuff yeah do you prefer agency stuff do you do work independently um i think i do work independently my relationship with tau group is independent oh, okay since they don't have agencies oh so it's okay like gotcha. direct um i i would say both um i i treat the person as like how they're like how, what are they giving me how are they representing me right are they representing me to the fullest or are they just wanting um the cheapest rate you gotcha. know and um that's hard especially if you want to get booked uh a lot which to me like i think that if my calendar is full and if i have the energy to do x you know 25 gigs in a month which seems to be my average um then it's not always about the pay it's like at the very end like what am i taking home like at the end of my year you know right 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 right. so i just love to do the work and i recommend anyone to reach out to all of them nice there you go agency independent doesn't matter do it but you gotta reach out to there's so many out there too now like there's so many so Pick and choose which ones you want to do. Get on board. Hit them up. All it does is take a conversation. So speaking of going higher, let's go ahead and play. Let's do half of higher because I want to play underground too. So we'll do half of higher. You want to talk about this one? Bring it in. Yeah, higher is uh, 
uh, influenced by True Room again, um, since um, I had taken their class for four months and uh, our teacher was very specific about like vocals. So you'll hear a lot of rich, soulful vocals. Nice. Yeah, I was going to ask if there was a sample, but it's just like an already recorded sample. It's not from a song, right? Uh, I am currently just getting uh, samples off of Splice. Okay, gotcha. Um, which is in a, a place where you can just download music that doesn't have to, you don't have to pay for royalties right you right. just have a subscription this sounds like it was an old school song <laughs> yeah. yeah so Thank let's you. go hiya he's done Acoustics. <laughs> I like that song. It's so disco-y and Thank fun. You. Yeah. What was the inspiration behind that one? Just like positive energy, you know. I want to make positive music and I like that find one. samples that resonate with how I'm feeling. 
Nice. I like it so far. So far, so good. I'm loving them. Thank you. So Thank real you. quick before we play the last one and get up out of here, because time just flew by. What's next for Miss Joy? What can we expect? What can we be excited to see? Yeah. New music, new venues. Um, I have a new record that's coming out um, in a couple of weeks. Actually, you know, in a week. Ooh. Uh, on the um, 16th, I believe. Uh, and um, it's called What to Do. It's a collab with On Deck, and it's mm -hmm. going to be uh, on a Night Moves label. And uh, it will be available on all platforms next week. Nice. So put, put it in your calendars, y'all. Yep. <laughs> put it in your calendars. New music, Miss Joy. Music. And in the DJ world, what are some bucket list gigs you're... Yes. So um, um, my agent and I, like we, I have a, I'm so lucky. I have a team that's dedicated to uh, working towards my professional growth, whether if it's like creating content or like having someone on the end or, and making emails and calls and just representing me is like really amazing. Um, we are trying to uh, work towards getting more into festivals nice. and uh, traveling and touring as an artist. Yeah, yes. that's yeah. gonna be so fun. Do you really have in mind like production? Yeah, I, I have in mind, I'm pretty sure I probably will do either DJ Light Princess yeah and different like festival electronic music settings or um just travel as miss joy but um the important thing is putting out more content that feels a good quality and chopping my music so yeah. i, I want to make sure like people hear my sound and know what to expect because as a dj for so long and traveling uh there's only so much i can do within that moment but i'm still playing other people's music which is so fun and yeah. I don't feel like I would ever get away from that and I love all genres so I'm kind of at this point where I'm talking to other producers who made that big leap but I I can't imagine life without all the colors of music you know <laughs> yeah like I can't imagine just doing one thing yeah you know so I'm the same way I don't think I could pick it's hard I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't focus on one thing. Right, being like a dancer and just loving music and um, being introduced to so many different scenes. But for production-wise, I'm focusing on tech house, nice. and I'd like to do um, tours and festivals next week or nice. next month. Uh, yes, next week and next month. Next week, but and next month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, focus on for the next year and moving forward. It's it's going to be harder, but I feel like. It's all going to lead me back to Vegas anyways. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely. Playing more of the main rooms. Yeah, and as, but as yourself, mm -hmm. right? Not yeah, just necessarily... Not the opener, not right. the closer, like, as Miss Joy. Right. That's dope. Well, mm -hmm. let's manifest it, you know yes. what I mean? Let's give you all that good yeah. energy for it. I hope we see you on headlines, you know what I mean? You're, you're already there, you know what I mean? You already Thank got you. your foot in the door, so it should be easy peasy for you. You're good. Thank you so much. <laughs> so do you want to give out any shout outs before we leave? Yeah, I uh, want to thank everyone who's taking the time to listen to this amazing podcast. Yay! Uh, thank you to your <laughs> wonderful team here that builds really amazing content. And for you, just like taking your time out of your already busy schedule and being creative and ha like being so fluid with so many different artists 
and working with different genres. I was really uh, surprised to be on your show. So oh, thank you so much. Of course, I had to put you on. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> that was nothing. I had a long list of people before I started the show. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, trying to get them in when I can. So, and I know you're busy. So thank you yes. for being here, taking time out of your busy oh. schedule. Um, yeah, big shout out to Vegas Hype Gorilla for all the great engineerings, you know, and sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> that's his favorite <laughs> so before we leave let's go ahead and introduce underground thank you guys so much um thanks again miss joy make sure y'all go stream all her music on all platforms check her out at all the gigs everywhere on vegas nationwide and hopefully soon internationally um make sure y'all support her music as well and um until next time go ahead miss joy introduce underground this next track is underground and you can stream it on all platforms there you go. See ya. Adios.
Thank you.